You're listening to the Christ-Centered Conversation Podcast, where we share and hold conversations to engage, empower, and enliven. We hope you enjoy this episode. God bless. Okay, welcome back to yet another episode uh, of the podcast, and we are very excited to delve even deeper into the series known as Working for God. So very fittingly, we are also recording this episode during a work week. Yeah, so we just want to remind everybody who is listening to the podcast that we are with you. It's okay. We're going to get to the end of the week. Everything is fine. Jesus is with you at all times. Okay. So, you know, I was just talking to, uh, catching up with Maureen actually over here. And I think I was actually remarking uh, one day when we were actually having a convo about how I kind of live separate lives. You know, you go to work, you wake up, you know, you wear your office clothes, you go there and then you're a completely different person from the person that I am on Sunday or during church activities. And then I felt a little bit like, well, I suddenly I have become more aware, I think, of the fact that I kind of live two separate lives. Uh. So like this this particular <laughs> term came to mind, I think Maureen was like sharing, oh, how, like, you know, we are full-time workers, but like, are we part-time Catholics? Oh my goodness. Yeah, it actually kind yeah. of, uh, it kind of really made me think for a second. Yeah, so like, how do you feel about that, Maureen? Like, do you feel like you're also guilty of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think, Nicole, as you were sharing the words that came to my mind, like split personality. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're right. <laughs> Um, but I definitely do resonate with that um, lack, like split, yeah, I mean for me the term comes like split, like I am split in so many different ways uh, and like, it's like, you know, the ch- in China they have this thing where they change face, this oh, yeah. art, art form, like they change mask to the heart. Oh, so like you were saying that, I think for me it's like that. Sometimes it's so, it's um really, really like easy to go on autopilot and just like okay, I switch mode, I switch mode, I switch mode. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as we were reflecting and also as I was reflecting, it's it's not that right. I mean, if we are really to live authentic lives, then um, who I am. A believer of God uh, as a Catholic should also be the same I mean in the workplace although it might be so yeah I mean it's definitely a struggle I relate with and I yeah I feel you go but yeah, I feel yeah. totally like <laughs> what, what, what he was saying Maureen is like very true I was actually about how we have like different faces for different mm-hmm. like scenarios especially even in the workplace and I realise that sometimes when we even do that right it's actually very like Subcon- like it's very it's a very subconscious thing like you just automatically do that I think and that actually maybe stems from the fact that we are maybe afraid of owning our identity as a Catholic or even acknowledging who we are so we kind of run away I think from uh, the identity that I think the Lord has always um, known right which is who we truly are which are his children and I think I remember also you were saying something about the difference between part-time worker and a full-time worker, right? You're saying like, you know, there's a there's a clear difference between being full-time and being part-time. 
And I think yeah. that that has actually very interesting like uh parallels to our faith also in the way that we live out our faith in the workplace. And so that mm. how do you feel that sometimes you know we are quite a part-time worker <laughs> in this respect mm. also as well. Yeah. So I yeah, thanks for for reminding me of what I said. I think because I I really managed to get full-time uh, employment last year, right? So before that I was on contract and I was Actually, the difference I realized is it's, it's more than just like full-time or part-time. But because like as a full-time worker, uh, it's, it's not just the work hours or whether or not you're always in the office. They are like actually, I remember learning from my boss, you know, the different calculations or leave or entitlements or benefits uh, that you, you, might, uh, uh, you might enjoy as a full-time worker. And so then it made me to reflect and like think that actually uh, being a full-time Catholic or part-time Catholic is also um, uh, more than more than like whether I not work or I pray or like there are so many other hidden opportunities whether to uh, express my beliefs or you know help help me to live out my beliefs uh, as I am going through the work day. Um, but like you said, and I agree totally with with you, Nicole. It's, it comes first when I am ready, I guess, to own my identity as a as a child of God, um, to own my identity as a friend of Jesus, who is called um, to own my identity that the Holy Spirit is a, comp- a companion with me all the time, and. Yeah, so like before that actually there are more things, you know. And I I don't know how to say but it's uh it's about ac- accepting that posture. So mm. it's and I was thinking about that on reading, um because last la- end of last year Pope Francis introduced the year of Saint Joseph, right? How oh, yeah. with his the worker and I think that came also that posture of acceptance of accepting my identity um, of accepting the work um, whatever it is that is placed in front of me came because I was reflecting on um, chapter 4 from the letter the the apostolic letter that accompanied um, this announcement called Patrice Cordy online and Pope Francis was talking about how Saint Joseph um, was an accepting father so it's and how the spiritual path that Joseph traces for us is one that explains not one that explains but accepts and only as a resultant of this acceptance uh, this reconciliation can we begin to glimpse a broader history a deeper meaning so I think for me like that is that posture I guess of uh, accepting accepting my identity but concretely very concretely in the workplace I can think of many examples of how like sometimes projects don't go the way I want or um, because I'm in a I'm in a type of work where I don't get to see tangible outcomes a lot so like wow how to accept that doing this you know might do or you plan for this but during the the, the meeting or whatever things change how to accept that how to um, be open 
to what it brings then I guess realizing that that posture of acceptance um, not looking for explanation like more than demanding an explanation but to first you know go back to God to bring those things to God and to ask for help to accept um, yeah I think for me it's something that stays something that I want to continue to explore in the context of the work front um, before you know um, for me is that before taking on the next stage of like okay uh, what's next I, I have to first accept that own own the identity as you said uh, own own the things that are happening there uh, and know that I can do that because I'm not alone because as a child I have a father I have a friend I have a companion in the Holy Trinity uh, to who knows everything that goes on in the workplace as well yeah I'm not sure if I I think I went off tangent I hope uh, no, no, that is totally, <laughs> totally what, yeah, totally what I definitely came to mind eh, because I, I think I've also been reading a bit about St. Joseph, so I've been doing a consecration mm. and mm. every day when I read like um the short readings, right, wow, like it really illuminates a lot about St. Joseph that I didn't really know and you really yeah. mentioned something very beautiful about how he's the everyday worker and you know, he does his work with uh with a certain posture, right? It's not like, oh, you know, mm. he, he's like so uh, glum. Like, I think most of us, like, sometimes we have like a very like sour, like, or like, uh, unhappy looking face, you know, when we're getting into the train or we're going on the bus. Because we're like, oh, you know, I have to go to work. But I'm sure like actually St. Joseph took a lot of joy. And I think mm. like if people can ask you, why are you so joyous and happy looking at, even though you are so stressed and you have so much work to do, people will start to wonder like, hey, there must be something else. And actually that yeah. brings me back to the point about you saying about the why. So the cause yeah. of our joy. Like how can we yeah. persevere even through like, you know, so many difficult um, demands of us, right, that are made at work. Mm. You know, a lot of our, like different people want different things from us, things keep changing. And then you can still remain calm, collected, right, and still find yeah. a deep joy, even in the struggle. Like a lot of people think, well, joy means like, everything is working perfectly, right? And even in the workplace, well, everything is like very, um, you know, it's working like a like a very beautiful machine or something, but it's not true. Mm. Sometimes we are like, every day we have like, people are throwing spanners in the work. There are so mm. many, like, you know, different opinions that we need to take into account. But I feel like, you know, what, what I really, really like, um, took away from what you shared, Maureen, is about living the integrated life, right? living an integrated life that bears witness, right? And it's a testament mm. to our faith. I felt, th- I felt that's the most uh, amazing way that we can actually translate it into real life action, right? Because like, mm. living an integrated life means the way that I respond to certain situations in the workplace, I will not respond, I will choose actively not to respond, you know, in hatred, in suspicion, right? Or feeling like, oh, people are, are threatening me into a corner. I can respond in love, even though it might seem counter, right? Or contrary to what uh, another person would do. But if I, to, yeah. if I were to choose the difficult part, people will be like, wow, something is different about this yeah. person, right? And then they will, as you were, we were sharing just now, it sparks the, the beginning of a conversation. And people will want to know more, right? Like, whoa, wow, what, what is this person all about? And then we can guide them and invite them to actually realize the why behind why we are doing this. 
Yeah, because like when you were saying about like how Saint Joseph, you know, he's um, you know, he puts so much like um effort. You know, he takes so much pride in the way that he does his work, right? I think if we also are able to kind of reflect that in the way that we do even small things, right? Even we do small things, but we do it well, right? And we want to do it for God, like you know, we're not doing it for a certain objective or purpose or persons, but we're doing it to glorify Him, right? And then people will understand the why. So I, I feel that definitely the why, the why is we need to go back to the why, right? Not so much the what. Like the what, I think is like, it's very clear lah. We we all kind of know generally what we do from a day to day. But when we start asking yeah. the why, yeah. And how do you feel? So like, how do you feel? How can we go back to this? Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because you know what you're saying. Like, it comes out again for me in another point. Like. The, in the letter, Pope Francis writes, you know, nor should we ever think that believing means finding facile and comforting solutions. Mm. The faith Christ taught us is what we see in St. Joseph. And he talks about not looking for shortcuts, but confronting reality with open eyes and accepting personal responsibility for it. <laughs> then as oh. we were sharing, oh. before, I was like, oh, man, this is, is that, you know, your example of um, being very intentional of choosing how to respond to um, people or situations. Yeah, like, I was like, haha, this is that, or like, thanks for showing me also what, uh, what, what concretely that can be. Um, but I also think, I mean, to live that out is not easy. And so, uh, I don't know for, I don't know about you, but personally for me, there are some practices that I sometimes try to, to take uh, during the course of work that just helped to remind me again of uh, my why or like sometimes you know if um, there are days where you're going autopilot but to find moments to stop uh, and pause so for me personally something I I tried before uh, and I found really quite useful was um, to really just stop in the afternoon uh, at a concrete time and like say pray pray a prayer for someone so at that point it was for someone I knew uh, but to every day just stop and pray for that person and funny enough actually it was that small stopping and took discipline cause like sometimes you just I just want to continue the work or like my cops are just doing but to stop and say okay now I just pray for this person say a simple Hail Mary or something and um, I found that really actually helped yeah, I don't know about you, Nicole, if you have any, anything that helps you um, to go back to your why or to remind you um, of why is it that you would give your best in that moment and that quality of your everyday work. Definitely. That's actually such a, like, a, a generous and, and beautiful idea, actually praying for someone. Mm. Like, I think like because we when we work, we get very consumed by it, right? And then we get very like, you know, we're into the moment, you know, we got to get this done, we got to write that email. Mm. But then I think when we can come to a point and we detach ourselves from these things, right? Because sometimes mm. we feel like, oh, my worth and everything and identity is attached to the work I do and the output that I produce. Mm -hmm. But we realize that, no, we are not working in order to achieve a specific kind of outcome, right? Or we become too attached to the outcome. We can begin to, as, as you actually like kindly shared, like, just take a moment to breathe 
right to center ourselves because i feel sometimes that we really may may actually be um we may lose our balance ah, and lose our center mm. so like remembering that actually why we are doing this and as i think we have shared also before like prayer is like a dialogue right uh with mm. jesus it's our sense of communication and it's the way in which we establish and continuously reestablish our relationship with him right because it's like you know we don't work at the relationship that we have with god right it's going to be very hard for us to truly live this integrated life and i feel it's very generous what you shared you're praying for other people because i think we are all tempted to say oh you know i'm having like a very bad day at work things are difficult maybe i'm going to say a prayer for myself or something but i think what you say like oh wow pray for someone else that helps us to like we orient our thinking eh? because when we are like sometimes working we have like this tunnel vision right we are very narrow in our perspective we only see ourselves mm. our work and then we don't see the bigger picture lah of people outside mm. of the context so i think like just having this important reminder in the middle of the day is is really amazing and i totally i think i've probably done that before <laughs> also as well but i'm not like i think i did try to pray the angelus ones or something like at a certain oh, yeah. time yeah you know like yeah, it's supposed it's to be like, like a long condition right like yeah, yeah. 12 o'clock or something 12 yeah 12 and then there's a 6 o'clock and i think oh. i remember actually like the first time i even realized right that it yeah. could be a practice right so i think probably unfortunately somewhere on like online or instagram when mm. someone was saying oh you know stop in your work day and just say the angelus if if that's all you can do and yeah. that was actually quite a good reminder for me because i think i have a tendency to be sometimes like carried away with what i'm doing and then yeah. like you know kind of lose track of of time and things like that so like just having that important reminder so like i like my friend and uh, myself like we said okay maybe we can set alarm because <laughs> like we phone oh. remember that is 12 o'clock right because it's like oh you know things will just happen and you know there's so much things that are you know like um Uh, we have to do right on our agenda. So like, if you put an alarm, then it's like, there's, it's like, is it Jesus is calling you lah? I think or something like, hey, hello, you know, it's time to reconnect. It's time to reestablish your, you, even for just a brief moment lah. Like we know that it's not going to be like, you know, for like many hours or anything, but just for like a short amount of time, if we can reestablish our connection with Him, right? I think it does wonders for us lah in the work day. For me, mm-hmm. I feel. It definitely helped me to recenter, even when I feel very like oh overwhelmed by all the things that I'm doing. Right, it it helps me to remember the why lah. Then I feel like a sense of like very I feel very peaceful, definitely uh on a certain level, but also I feel like wow, there is um a bigger reason that lies outside of myself lah, and out of all outside of all of these things that I'm doing, and it helps me to remember that you know. More importantly is that I think all of us we just do our best, right? We do our our mm. best at work to the best of our ability, and that's all that the Lord wants. Yeah. It is just to do our best. Right? He doesn't ask us to move mountains or like you know churn out like so many reports or like reply all of our emails tonight. He doesn't ask us to do that, but He asks us to do what we can where we are. And I think it's very beautiful that He meets us where we are. Like he knows, he knows that you know we are full time worker, and then we are unfortunately sometimes part time Catholic. But mm. he, but what I think what we have been like sharing today is like really like a journey towards living that integrated life, ah, which is definitely mm. a challenge. And 
Yeah. I think also, yeah, what we feel also is that everybody will have their own way, right? And their own unique way of actually living this out, right? Living this um, yeah. integrated life. And I think like what we have shared is just like, you know, our own personal experience, but we yeah. hope that it really um, moves you, right? Moves, uh, who, moves you, you who are listening <laughs> to this podcast to really like examine or to look closer, I think at uh, wherever you are in your working life or so, and to see how the Lord can use us, use us actually as an instrument. Like we are his instrument. Like he places us in the workplace, I feel, really for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Michael, for that. It is true. It's like, um, I think John, Hen- John Henry Newman is it? The, yes. I am a link in a chain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot remember the full quote, but I think what you said really reminds me of that. Like um, and it's the teaching of the mystical body of Christ. No, the mm. we are all part of the body, but and each of us in our own different ways have uh have have been called and are invited to respond. Yeah. Yeah, and in both ways, you know, whether it's in the stopping or I think for me it's actually the converse. Actually, it's to be a bit more active, like to push oh, through, yes, through that. the email. Yes. But also it's the same, you know, because of my why. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for thanks for sharing that. 